Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to Jesus Turn It Up. Today, I'm excited. I want to ask somebody else if they're excited, but nobody else is on here today. Solo dolo. Just me and my phone recording the podcast. Ha <laughs> Let's go. Let's kick it. My name is Noah, and this is Jesus Turn It Up. Uh, I am excited because today is episode 7. Wow, wow, wow. Episode 7 of Jesus Turn It Up. We are, I am, I'm starting a new series called things not talked about in church and i'm excited because this is going to be a 10 maybe 10 maybe 12 i haven't necessarily decided on if it's going to be 10 or 12 10 or 12 um like podcasts on things that i feel like are not talked about in church that are that are just kind of that are briefly talked about but not entirely and so uh just a little preview today we're talking about celebrating which I'm super pumped about we're talking about emotions gluttony lgbtq finances grief and loss um and I will do my best to be biblically accurate I will do my best to Try to lead you in the right direction. I am so pumped to to be sharing this. Some of it is going to be pretty hard things that I feel like I have some sort of an idea of a tool belt, and I just want to be practical. I want to I want to be super practical with these. I want to be. I, I, I'm just trying to use my voice in the way that God's told me. Um, and I want to love people well through it. Whoever you are. Whether you're, whether you're a leader in the church. Whether you're a pastor in the church. Whether you're my friend. Whether you're a non-believer. Whether you're black, white, blue. It doesn't matter to me. I want to love you well through this podcast. And... All of this stuff, I'm either currently walking through, or I've already walked through it. I'm not perfect. I'm still learning. I'll say that on every episode because I'm still learning. I'm still learning about things. I'm still, I'm still growing. Amen. Like we always will be growing, and that's beautiful. But let's kick it. Let's start talking um, today. I want to talk a little bit about celebration. I want to talk about how to celebrate. I want to talk about how to celebrate God. And I want to talk about how to celebrate other people. Because both are very, very important. Um, I, I want to talk about celebrating God first. Because actually, actually, scratch that idea. Um... We're going to talk about celebrating people first and how to celebrate people well. 
I want to celebrate people well. I want, I want to, like, as much as I want to cry with people and be with them in their sufferings and, and walk them through life, like, that is necessary. That's a necessary part of, of, of walking with people and discipling people and loving people. However, there's another side to this. Because as a Christian, we live in tensions all the time. And if you're not a Christian, tension is good. Tension grows you. Tension stretches you. Tension tension grows you. Um, but I want to celebrate other people. And this came honestly from a pretty, like a pretty vulnerable side of me. I would, I'll be honest, like... It's Jesus turn it up, so let's just be honest. I would scroll through social media and even like I I would scroll through social media so much and in my head I was like, oh this is fine. But then I would start to compare. I would start to compare myself to to other people, to other missionaries, to other pastors, to other rich guys, to other entrepreneurs, to other, dude, even to other podcasters. And I remember one day, I I can't give you like the details of what that day looked like because I don't remember the exact day. But I remember one day the Holy Spirit speaking to me and saying, Comparison kills celebration. And I I remember just being like, no, it doesn't. Like, it's fine. Like, and the Holy Spirit spoke more in depth to me personally about comparison. And he said, Noah, you compare all the time to this, this, and that. But why don't you start celebrating those people? Why don't you start celebrating Tim Ross? Why don't you start celebrating, like, why don't you start celebrating the people instead of comparing? And my perspective changed. I started, I started, dude, like, because everyone starts from somewhere. Everyone starts from somewhere. Whether it's at your basement, whether it's in a studio, whether it's, whether it's in your parents' garage, whether it's in... Like, everyone starts from somewhere, and we have to realize that from the get-go. Everyone starts from somewhere, and er no one's perfect. And if no one's perfect, like, if we can get this mentality that, hey, that guy that's super successful, or that, that movie star that's super successful, no one is perfect. So, so let's get that out of the way, first of all. No one is perfect. So if no one is perfect, why are we comparing? Why are we comparing? Comparison kills celebration. Comparison kills joy. Comparison kills, like, it, comparison do, doesn't only compare. Uh, comparison kills celebration. It kills joy, but it also kills creativity. Because if you're constantly comparing on, oh, that guy's better than me, that guy's better looking than me, you're never going to get where you want to be. 
And so if we want to celebrate people well, we have to stop comparing ourselves to other people. And instead, I challenge, I challenge the viewers, I challenge the people that are listening, instead of comparing, like whoever you want to compare yourself with, celebrate them. Well, how do you do that, Noah? How do you, how am I supposed to celebrate this person if, if they're not even in the same circle, if they're not even in the same miles as me? They're more successful. They're better at talking. You want to know how you celebrate them? You start thanking them. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not kidding you. When I started thanking the people that I started comparing, my perspective changed because I started to become grateful for their knowledge. I started to become grateful for what they had to share. I started to become grateful for the podcasters that they were. I started to become grateful for the influencers that they have. I started to become grateful that they had given a platform. Grateful. Stop comparing. Well, what if what if I can't thank them? Well, then you need to forgive them. Hello. If you want to celebrate people well, the third one is get to know them. Because people are worth celebrating. Hey, I got a new job. Dude, that's amazing. Hey, hey, I, I I got a raise at this job. Dude, that's amazing. Can I tell you a story about this for a second that just popped in my head? When I was at Chick-fil-A, shout out to Chick-fil-A. When I was at Chick-fil-A working there, I wanted a position so badly. Like I wanted a leadership position so badly. And I didn't get it. Didn't get it. And another person got it. And I was really, really upset. Like, I was just like, well, they're not working as hard as I am. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. And again, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, yeah, it's because you've constantly compared yourself to them. You need to start thanking them. That also changed my perspective. You need to get to know them. So I started getting to know this person, getting to know this person's work ethic, this person's, like, integrity, this person's character. Let me tell you, this person was leading better than I was, but I was still comparing myself because I wanted that position. Some of you just want a position, and you're not elevated, you're not there yet, and that's okay. Because once I stop chasing a position, once I stop chasing, oh, I'm going to become this and that, like, that's when God opened the doors in my life for other things that I never dreamed or imagined. That's when God opened the doors for a podcast. That's when God opened the doors for me to go in the medical field. That's when God opened the, like, dude, when we let go of positions and power, I'm not saying that, oh, I never want a position again. Like, no, someday, like, when that door opens... Like, I'll take it, but for me in that season, I was constantly comparing what that other guy was doing because he was better, bigger, like, 
more educated, like all this stuff. And like, it killed me. And then, you know what changed? I got to know him. I got to know him as a friend. I got to know his work ethic. I got to know, and and towards the end of my Chick-fil-A career, like I said, dude, like you're leading these people better than I could have imagined because my perspective changed. So maybe you need to change your perspective to start celebrating other people. And then I kind of want to transition this conversation into celebrating people in church because we're called to celebrate people outside of church. So I wanted to talk about that at first. I wanted to talk about celebrating people outside of church. And yo, like we haven't even hit the Bible yet. I wanted to talk about celebrating people outside of church because that's that's equally, if not more important than celebrating people inside the church. Like, yo, you lost, you, you got a new job, you got a raise. Dude, let's go. Like, let's freaking go. Like, good job, dude. Like, I'm so proud. Like, championing, champ, championing, championing, celebrating other people in a season where you want to be at changes your perspective and celebrating other people that don't know Jesus in a season that you want to be in speaks volumes to you speaks volumes to your character speaks volumes to who you are because I feel like as Christians we get so caught up in suffering we get coast, co, we get caught up. I can't speak today. We get caught up in hard things and and bad things that we forget that other that part of loving people well is celebrating other people well. Part of loving people well is celebrating people well, and if we're not doing that outside of the church, we're not doing that inside of the church. So, whatever needs to happen to. Start celebrating people outside the church that need Jesus, that don't know Jesus, that that don't know how to celebrate proper. Celebrating does not mean getting drunk. Celebrating does not mean like doing drugs. Celebrating does not mean like having sex with somebody. Celebrating means, yo, I'm going to encourage you. Yo, I'm going to give you a high five. Maybe I'm going to take you out to dinner. Like, dude, celebrating doesn't look like the world celebration. The world celebrates with getting drunk, getting high, having sex. And as Christians, that's just not how we operate. Anyways, moving on. Like, like we can't operate in, in celebrating people with worldly celebrations. And that could be a whole different topic in itself. But we're called to, to celebrate people. We're called to... to to be people's cheerleaders. We're called to to build people up. And, and part of building people up is celebrating people. Like, come on. Like, if we want to be known as, as people that love other people, I want to hear more stories on how other people are celebrating other people. I want to hear more stories on saying, yo, like, I, I could have had that position but Frank was way better at that position than I could have ever been. And he's leading be- people in a better place than I could ever be. And then you get to champion him as a person 
alongside him. Like, you get to walk alongside him. Anyways. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Celebrating other people outside of the church. Celebrating people inside the church. Can I just be really real and really honest? I've grown up in church. I've seen... I've seen not all of it, but I've seen a lot of things that that bug me. And, like, I, I tell my wife, Hope, all the time, I say, if we're ever to plant a church, like, if God ever says, Noah, you're going to plant a church, like, or if I'm ever to be a pastor, like, here are things that I'm not going to do because I disagree with. And if you've grown up in church, if you've known the Bible, like, we love you. We care about you. If you don't know Jesus, I say this on every episode. If you don't know Jesus, we love you and we care about you. It's not like, oh, I'm just speaking to the non-Christians. Like, no, like I know for a fact that non-Christians, non-believers listen to this because I have family members. Dude, I just want to shout out my brother-in-law, Stephen. I want to, I'm pausing for a second. Shout out to Stephen Cress. Just wanna wanna make note that you're doing amazing. You're you're hardworking for your family. Just keep on going, dude. Like you're an amazing father. You're an amazing husband. Um, just keep on going. Shout out to Stephen Cress. Anyways. I know that non-believers listen to this. I know that non-believers like listen to this and that's okay. But I grew up in church, didn't know Jesus my whole life. Like if you don't know my story, go back and listen to my testimony. I have seen people not be celebrated in the church setting. And it, and it makes my heart honestly really sad and really almost burden for those people that weren't celebrated. It makes my heart, it makes my heart not sick. I, I'm not going to say that. It makes my heart burden. I, I, I have seen people be celebrated really, really well. And I've seen people not be celebrated really, really well. And so with that I've seen I've seen things that are just like man I wish I wish they would do this better. I wish I wish we as a body would do this better. I wish I wish they would talk about this more. I wish they would go more in depth about it. I wish I wish they would physically do more sometimes. And so I'm going to I'm going to give you example. That's just to preface what I'm about to say. I'm going to give you examples of what I've seen that I, I don't like because, again, it's my opinion, but I'm going to give you examples of what I don't like. And then I'm going to give you examples of what I do like. So we'll, we'll start with the bad first. Something that I'm actually really passionate about. So every Sunday, you know, you go to church, whatever, and somebody... The pastor, the speaker, the deacon, whoever's speaking says, if anyone wants to give their life to, no, they say, close their eyes. And if anyone wants to give their life to Jesus, repeat this prayer. They repeat this prayer and that moment is over. 
And me, in the back of my mind, when that prayer's over, their hand goes down. No one but the pastors, and and I get the first part because it, your relationship to Jesus is personal. But also your relationship to Jesus is 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 like for other people to know about. And so the prayer gets done, whatever, whatever, worship happens again. Well, in the back of my mind, I'm saying, why aren't we praying over this guy? Why aren't we, why aren't we, why are we not erupting with praise in this building for that person? Even if the congregation is 800 people and one person comes to know Jesus, for me, I've never been about numbers. I'll never be about numbers. Numbers are people, but numbers don't matter to me because I'm not about numbers. I'm about people. And if that one person is like, yo, I just accepted Jesus. Yes, the pastor's job is to equip for ministry, but the pastor's job is to walk alongside you. And I understand that. But also, we as the body have a responsibility for that person, for that person that doesn't, that just gave their life to Jesus because we're to uplift people, we're to encourage people, we're to be one body, right? And so if we're one body and we don't know that that person to the right, to the left of us just accepted Jesus, how the heck are we supposed to celebrate them? How are we supposed to celebrate if we don't know? And so as a church culture, for me growing up in that, it's like, oh, this is just normal. This is just normal until I went on the mission trip and like, it was crazy because, you know, we were in the circle, a kid gave their life to Jesus and the pastor got up and said, that kid just gave their life to Jesus. We're going to pray over him and we're going to celebrate and we're going to dance over that kid because he said, that's what angels do in heaven when somebody comes to know Jesus. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's what angels do in heaven. Like, yo, people are rejoicing over you in heaven, but not on earth. Like, hello, hello there. Like, we need to, we need to rejoice in the fact that people receive Jesus. And honestly, I have felt that burden on my heart for such a long while. I don't know why. But every time I do, I'm just like, ah, I don't know if this person knows Jesus or not. And yet they just gave an altar call to say, oh, do you know Jesus now? Well, I want to know because I want to help. Maybe it's just my heart. I don't know. But I want to help celebrate them. I want to help. Like, I want to help celebrate them. If that's the last thing that I do is celebrate them. And that's what I want to do. Because if the angels are celebrating people that come home to Jesus. Then I think about the prodigal son in the Bible when he comes home and he like figuratively he he comes back to Jesus. And the guy, the father throws a party. Like dude, I think about that and I'm like, if people are coming back to Jesus, no party is thrown. We're not celebrating people properly in the church. And I just, I can't 
not celebrate people. Like, I want to be a person that celebrates people. I want I want to use what I want to be known as. I want to be a person that that is obedient to Jesus first. But I want to be a person that is like, dude, when people look at me, they don't look at me. They see a party of heaven going on. Like, why don't we celebrate people in that? Why? Like, in church. Like, are you kidding me? Like, if we're not going to celebrate people in church, the body, we're not going to celebrate people outside the church. I said it before earlier. Like, hello. So what needs to change? I, I think I know what needs to change. We need to stop being so stuck on an agenda. I'm so sick of going to church and being so stuck on an agenda. Like, this could be a whole podcast in itself. Like, we quench so much opportunity because, oh, we got to get out at 1230 and we got to go. No, like, who cares? Like, who cares if we're late to family dinner? Like, if we're not allowing people to grow, if we're not allowing people to be moved by the spirit, if we're not like. If we're not allowing people to celebrate other people because, oh, we got to get to lunch at 1230. Are you kidding me? We're missing out on the church. And I know church isn't a building, but church is people. And if we're missing out on celebrating other people, no wonder, like, no wonder why people are walking away from the faith and finding another way to celebrate other people. Like, we need to do a better job as I'm not calling out my church. I'm calling out the Capitol Church. We need to do a better job of celebrating other people. Like, honestly. Because what are Christians known as? Hypocritical, judgmental. Like, dude, what if we're known as celebrating other people? What if we're known for loving other people? Hello. Anyways, the second thing is baptism. You're telling me that you can't get baptized. If I am ever to run a church, there will be baptisms every single week. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you are. Like, every single week, there will be an opportunity for baptisms. And if you want to get baptized, you're going to get baptized. Like, I'm not going to wait for you to get baptized. Like, Jesus and his disciples didn't wait every quarter to get baptized. No, they freaking baptized people in the water. And when people get baptized, there's celebration. But I'm not going to wait for a baptism class. You take the baptism class afterwards. But if you're fired up and you're ready to get baptized, you're going to get baptized this Sunday, not in three weeks from now. Not when you have a black t-shirt on. Like, yeah, like, I get it. I get schedules. But at what point are we going to just be obedient and start baptizing people. Anyways, that could be another whole nother podcast in itself. We need to do a better job of celebrating people because if we're not going to celebrate people in our body, then we're not going to celebrate people in our home. We're not going to celebrate people like we're not going to celebrate people in our job. We're not going to like Christians need to do a better job of celebrating people like Yeah, we're supposed to carry out Jesus and God. But can we do a better job of celebrating the one and not the next event? Because the next event's going to happen 
But can we just do a better job of celebrating the one that Jesus died for? Can we not be so focused on numbers? Can we not be so focused on an agenda that it's okay to celebrate on a Sunday morning? Also, like, dude, like, I I think this is a good transition point to talk about how to celebrate Jesus. If Jesus gave his life, like he said, and if this book, the Bible that I'm holding right now is true, if it's all true, and if the scriptures are true, which I believe that they are, why aren't we celebrating Jesus more? Why why is it just twice a year that we celebrate him on Christmas and Easter? Why can't we celebrate him every day of the week? Hello. Like what? Why do we have to wait for an Americanized event to celebrate him when if he paid my life, that's if if Jesus never does a single thing again in my life, like right now, May thirtieth, May thirty first. I'm not really sure of the date. If Jesus never does anything else in my life, I'm okay. Here's why I'm okay. Because he's radically changed my life. He's radically made me new. He's radically, like, called me above the waters to go out and reach people that are lost and hurting and broken. If Jesus never does one other thing again, he's worth celebrating. David, my guy, he was so intimate with the Lord that he danced naked in front of people. I'm not saying to go dance naked. I'm not saying that at all. But David had a heart of worship and that was worth celebrating. David had a harm, harmonies. Like David played instruments and worshiped God. Paul in the Bible. When he was in prison. I know I'm getting passionate, but but somebody's got to share this stuff. Like Paul in prison, he was worshiping Jesus and saying, the joy of the Lord. Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Proverbs 17.22 says, laughter is good. Do you think that God created laughter? I think so. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. If we're to celebrate Jesus... We need to do it daily. How we celebrate Jesus? We celebrate Jesus very similarly how we celebrate other people. We celebrate Jesus by Thanksgiving. We celebrate Jesus by worship. We celebrate Jesus by our time. I said it before. If you want to celebrate other people, get close to get close to them. You can't celebrate people that you aren't close to. I mean, you can. There's ways. If you want to get to know Jesus, if you want to celebrate Jesus, get close to him. I look at the life of Jesus because I'm not just basing this off of what I see. I'm basing this off of a scripture. I'm trying to do my best. David celebrated Jesus with his worship. Paul celebrated Jesus with his worship. I feel like David also celebrated Jesus with his emotions. 
if Jesus celebrated too. Jesus went to to a wedding for crying out loud. Jesus went to all of these different things because he wanted to celebrate people. He believed in celebrating people. If we're not celebrating Jesus, then we're probably not celebrating other people. If we're not celebrating other people, we're probably not celebrating Jesus. If all these people celebrated through worship, then let me just say this. (laughs) If we're to celebrate during worship, I'm not, here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that All of the songs that we need to sing need to be more upbeat. But I am saying, if we're to celebrate, man, maybe we do need more uplifting songs. Like, if we're to celebrate Jesus, like, let's use this for example. I think we can celebrate Jesus in any song that we sing. Because it's talking about the life that he lived. I think, personally... And some people might be offended by this, but that's okay. I think, personally, some of our songs, like, need to stop. Like, sad and slow songs are good, and they're they're uplifting, and, and, and they're good, and they're encouraging. But, dude, I think we need to have, like, some some upbeat songs that say, you know what, Jesus is good. Like, like why, I'm not saying this is all churches, but... Some churches are just all slow songs and it's not about the song list because we can worship Jesus and celebrate Jesus, a slow or fast song, but a lot of the Christian songs are so sad and so depressing. Not a lot of them, some of them, but I'm saying like, if we want to dance, then we got to create atmospheres where we can do that, whether that's in your home, because it's not just in church that we can celebrate Jesus, y'all. We can celebrate Jesus on a Thursday where there's no church, where there's no pastors, where there's no leaders. Like, if Jesus is worthy, then we can celebrate him throughout the week. We don't need to wait for a certain day of the week. We can dance with Jesus in our living room. It might look weird, but we can dance with Jesus in our living room. If we want to celebrate Jesus, we also have to get close to Jesus. And I know, again, I know there's non-believers that listen to this. And that's amazing. Honestly, that's amazing. If you're a non-believer and you have no one to celebrate you, I will come over and celebrate you. And if you're a female, me and my wife will come over and celebrate you. Like, you're in our corner. We're praying for you. We love you. We want to champion you. We want you to be the best version of you that you can be. And if you're a Christian... 
You have every reason to celebrate. You have every reason to celebrate today. You have every reason to celebrate tomorrow. Like, you have every reason to celebrate. Like, even, hear me, hear me, hear me. Even if life is not going good, you have every reason to celebrate. If I told you what my life was like right now, you'd be like, yo, why are you even doing this podcast? Like, for real. Like, why are you even doing this podcast? And I'm trying to get in the mindset of people that no matter what season you're going through, I'll just be vulnerable. I lost my great-grandmother on Wednesday. I lost my job on Wednesday. I'm looking for other jobs. I'm I'm praying about what's next. Um, but dude, like, I can still celebrate today. I can still celebrate that my God is with me. I can still celebrate that I have breath in my lungs. I can still celebrate that the best is yet to come, that God has a plan for me. I can celebrate that I have a wife and a family that loves me and supports me. I can celebrate that my God provides for me. Like there's so many things that I can celebrate. Do you know where the celebration comes from? It comes from Thanksgiving. It comes from thankfulness. God, thank you. God, thank you that I have this opportunity that I have, I have a podcast and whoever listens to it, like, will hear you. Like, celebration and thanksgiving are often hand in hand. If you're not thankful, you're probably not celebrating either. I don't know where you are today. This isn't even an altar call. Like, this is a podcast. But I, I know... People listen to this and whether you're a non-believer or not, you can celebrate people. And maybe the way that you've been celebrating needs to be changed. And maybe the way that you're celebrating now doesn't feel like you're celebrating because of your current situation. Well, can I tell you, if your current situation is not like a celebrating season, just start thanking God of what you do have now. And I guarantee you, your perspective will change. Anyways, I want to celebrate people. I want to celebrate people whether you're a Christian or not. I want to champion people. I want to I want to, I want to, I want to celebrate people. I want to, dude like I want to know your wins. Like yes, we lose a lot. We we lose a lot in our lives. Like we lose a lot, but can we just be people that celebrate other people? Like can we just Imagine what a world would be like if we stopped comparing other people and we started celebrating. Every time you wanted to compare, you celebrated. Every time you wanted to, 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 that you were jealous of somebody, you started to thank them. I want to be a person that's known for celebrating other people. 
my church has a saying, and I, I kind of like it. I didn't like it at first because I was like, oh, this is just like another cheesy Christian saying. <laughs> like, this is dumb. Like, I hate this, actually. But now, like, I, I love it. It's joy. Jesus, others, you. We celebrate Jesus. We celebrate others. We celebrate others. Like, we are proud to celebrate others. And we are proud to celebrate Jesus. And then ourselves. Do you know what I see in this culture? Ourselves first. Then maybe other people. And then maybe if we have time, Jesus. No. That's just not how it works. I want to be made known for celebrating other people. Even if we're different. Because if we're different, that's a more reason for me to celebrate you, actually. Even if I disagree with you. Because that, that means I can celebrate you more. Anyways. Let's celebrate, y'all. Let's celebrate other people. I challenge you. This is my last challenge. I challenge you every time that you want to compare, start celebrating. Every time you want to get jealous, start cheerleading. Every time you want to wanna compare positions, start thinking. Your celebration will not start out with celebration. It'll start out with thanksgiving. Whether it's a Jesus to other people. Anyways. I'm about out. But. Thanks for listening. Shout out to my in-laws. Kathy and Kyle. Shout out to. Shelby. Shout out to Isaac. Shout out to all of my in-law. Shout out to all my brother-in-laws today. I'm thinking about you guys. I hope you listen. Peace!